too. Right. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I'm at the Alex if she ever come home. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, oh, you already started recording? Yes, it's on. Um. So, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm <laughs> doing okay. Um. I don't even know. You gonna introduce to me to your fans? That's what. I, that's something that I've been like trying to figure out. Is if I'm a if I'm gonna do that or not, you know I, what I mean? I think you should. But should I and should I introduce you like how I know you or should I introduce you as like professional? Oh like, you know what I mean? I get that. Yeah, maybe not. Well, but I feel like it would explain like because obviously we know each other. But yeah, but you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> mm. Uh well how about we do two? And then you decide later. Mm, okay. Well, why not? That's a lot. Uh, I mean, I guess they don't have to. I could be your friend. Yeah. They don't necessarily know who right. I am. So, yeah, maybe just say. Okay. Yeah, who I am. Not All necessarily. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this is Diamond Green. Diamond Green is a licensed marriage and family therapist. therapist. Yes. Um, and how long you been... How long have you been working in, in, in your field so far? Uh, let's see, I graduated in 2018 and I started working like the end of 2018. So, what's that, like three years, going on three years? Three years. Yeah. Dang, I feel like it's been longer than that. Right. Yeah, going on three years. Yeah. And when you had started off, you was doing, um, like what what's the difference i guess like now from what, what you're doing now versus like what you had started off doing so my first job, okay so i've had a part-time job this whole time so i guess i'll start with that my mm -hmm. part-time job i um work at a private practice so that i've been doing since i was licensed now, i might have to turn turn yours turn down it down just click it one Did it. So, um, yeah. my first job out of school, it was it's considered agency work. So, I, but I did fee for service, which means that I got paid per session. But I did um, an outpatient mental health clinic that provided in-home services. So I went to people's houses and gave them therapy. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's kind of a similar type of deal. But I'm just salary based, so I don't make money per session anymore. I make you know get paid per hour Regular, yeah. and then um but I, and i work in a hospital setting mm -hmm. but it's still outpatient how was that working going to your uh, patient's home how'd you well so for those of you who don't know right, live nice. in baltimore yeah. and um it's also a lot of those people were on medicaid Medicaid, so also like low-income families. So I had to go like into the hood <laughs> to people's houses. Yeah. And a lot of times, a lot of them, I guess being honest, a lot of them weren't that clean mm -hmm. or like, even just with the infrastructure of the house, you know, like mice, like roaches and stuff like that. So even when I started the job, they were like, don't like bring no bag in, don't put your stuff down, like take your clothes off when you Once get you home. Get it, yeah. yeah, like stuff like that. Cause you don't know what you might pick up. Mm -hmm. um, what was your question? <laughs> How was it? Yeah. So I mean, like the other thing was like, how was how did that make you feel mentally? Like, did that change any of your perceptions? Like, or like, did you did it make you feel more fortunate or like you, you know, know what I mean? Did it? 
did it have any impact on you? Like, did it make you sad being around it? Or I honestly, as far as the emotions part, mm-hmm. I it was more f- frustrating, I think, than sad. Like, mm-hmm. but it's <sighs> frustrating. All right, so let me yeah, let me let me back up. So mm-hmm. with that job, a lot of times I had like a parent, I would see their parent for therapy and I would see their child for therapy. So that was kind of weird because I would see like their parents' issues and how that affect the child. And it's like a lot of times when parents have mental health issues, it's hard for them to even parent their kids because they're trying to deal with their own mental health stuff. They're not there all the way or they don't have the energy, they don't have the motivation to do the things. So then the kids end up suffering, but then their kids have a lot of behavioral problems. But it's like, you can't really blame the kid because the kid, you know, needs more support, but then the parents also need more yeah, support. Right, so right. I, a lot of times felt like I wasn't really doing anything because mm-hmm. it was like, therapy is not really what they need. Like if you don't have enough to eat every day yeah, or right. you don't like, have a, a good place to sleep. Yeah, yeah, like therapy is not really your, your first need. That's crazy. Cause I be thinking about it. Like when it comes to working on yourself, like bettering yourself first, you have to have like the basic needs yeah. in order you, to you, Have be you seen the Maslow's hierarchy of needs? So it's this, it's like basically, it's literally a triangle, but at the base we have like our physical needs, um, then it's like safety and stuff like that. And then at the top is self-actualization. That's where the self-work comes in. So you can't do that. This is literally, you should look it up after mm-hmm. we finish, but it's literally that you can't do any of those things if your basic needs aren't met. So yeah. it's like, I felt like, what am I really doing? Yeah. You just kind of feel mm-hmm. ineffective. That's yeah. crazy. Cause even for me, like now, now that I'm out here, like in Delaware, and I'm like, I feel like I'm, you know, I have more like consistency, mm-hmm. and like I'm now, like I'm eating the way that I want to eat, and I'm just now, I feel like I can focus more in on mm. like personal stuff or like mm-hmm. more like um, personal development. Mm-hmm. Like it's less stressful mm-hmm. to do certain stuff now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's having crazy. your own routine and your mm-hmm. own structure. Yeah, we we need that as people. Mm-hmm. Um, and when your mental health is not all the way there, it's hard to create that structure. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. And that's a lot that goes into it. But yeah, structure is important. Yeah. I don't know, like, how, um, how you, well, like, what your perception is of it. But, like, now, you know, as far as mental health, everybody, like, mental health is, like, a huge, you yeah. know, it's, 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 it's such a, like, big thing now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How, how do you feel? Do you feel like, it's that's good that we like so mental health focused and like mm-hmm. like what do you what do you think about it like yeah. um yeah i think it's definitely good because because still even i think it's hard for people to like talk about it or mm-hmm. um you know talk about their experiences so it is really important and so many people are struggling like i think like no the, the, the statistic is not that high but i remember in college um they had this um, like ad on a bus where it was like one in four Terps suffers from depression. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's so common. So it's mm-hmm. like, people should talk about it. And it helps to like, feel like, oh, like somebody else is experiencing this or, oh, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think it is good that people are having more conversations about it and it's becoming more, um, not more acceptable, but um, more like normalized. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is okay. So. Not to get too like political, but <laughs> Simone Biles, right? Uh-huh. Oh With yeah, the I Olympics. Did see that. Mm-hmm. Um, her like called like you know she pretty she like backed out I guess mm-hmm. of the competition because she wanted to take like you know mental health yeah. break or like she wanted to. Um, yeah. I'm trying to process that, and I don't want to like you know say nothing that's like too crazy. But when it comes to 
working through certain stuff like when you like stressed out or like when you like I'm trying to figure out what are the um, the long-term effects of people not doing something because they don't feel well at the time but I know that I feel like her mental situation it was like a little bit more extreme but I'm thinking like you know when you're at work you're working you know you work a nine-to-five and you one day you know you don't feel good so it's like I don't feel good mentally so I don't want to go to work sometimes you know in order to uh, do what's necessary or do what's like required sometimes you have to like yeah look past that and mm-hmm. just do it just because you mm-hmm. know what I mean do you feel like because of this do you think that you know now a lot of sports players or a lot of people will be less mentally I don't even want to use that word like do you feel like that'll have any impact I guess going forward as far as you know athletes and stuff like that mm-hmm. making those types of decisions and um, so I will say I kind of like saw a snippet of it um, mm-hmm. and I more so saw like how people were reacting to it and mm-hmm. somebody said like not black girl magic black girl tragic or oh, I might I might have just made that up that might not have been what he said but basically he was yeah. saying like oh why would she do that mm-hmm. and I feel like when it comes to mental health like you said sometimes you do just have a bad day whatever you know Mm -hmm. not that serious but when it comes to mental health a lot of times it is more than that it does go deeper than that so Mm -hmm. you could be having like thoughts of like hurting yourself or Mm -hmm. you might really not even have the energy to get out of bed Mm -hmm. or you know then it is affecting your performance so I Mm -hmm. think that it should be more of like more encouraged for them because mm-hmm. they do have so much pressure on them like and she does too yeah. like especially you know being like everybody's expecting her to do something amazing because right. she's been breaking all of these records and stuff right. like that so right. like all of that just weight yeah, on her like and they expecting yeah. her to like you know put on for the usa and yeah. i feel like they also you know pretty much she's been like the 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 like the symbol for the the olympics almost mm-hmm. so it's like having to perform and like meet yeah. those crap like that you know those expectations that is a lot of pressure yeah, for sure i couldn't imagine yeah that's a lot that's a lot so. but was you about to say something else um, so that i don't know if i had cut just, you off yeah just saying that that should be more encouraged yeah. for athletes or just mm-hmm. people that are in the media period because yeah. i feel like that is even like celebrities and stuff like mm-hmm. that like they're not really allowed to be like people mm-hmm. or allowed to be like humans yeah so yeah. now that's funny i i don't know I guess I haven't been, you know, working in like corporate America for that like long enough. But um, people taking, you know, you might take a day off or taking sick leave. I've always thought of sick leave as like, you know, having a cold or like you having flu symptoms mm-hmm. and you need to go to the hospital. But it's also uh, how you mentally feel. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. taking sick leave for that. Yeah. Uh, is, is, and I feel like people probably are going to be more, you know, focused in on that now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As far mm-hmm. as like, you know, you need to take a mental break, not mm-hmm. just like, you know, how yeah. you physically feeling yeah. a lot of times. Because yeah. that's part of our health too. And I think um, we should, like how you go to, to the doctor for a physical every year, you should be checking on your mental health as well because that's mm-hmm. an important part. Um, I was going to say something too because as therapists we are helping other people right Mm -hmm. and we like are some of the like hardest working people like a lot of people have like two jobs or Mm -hmm. stuff like that so it's like (laughs) you know we gotta kind of practice what you preach Mm -hmm. basically like that's also a problem for us as well I think Mm -hmm. um I was gonna ask you about um I think it was 
working. Oh, um, counsel like mer- counseling couples. Uh. Is that you? Is it fun? <laughs> How you been? <laughs> um. So I actually I think working with couples is my favorite. So okay, it's it's also a little bit different because, like I said, I do work two jobs. So my full time job where um, we accept Medicaid is more so low income families. That's more so kids. That I'm technically I'm actually the child and adolescent therapist. So I work more so with kids and their families. Now my part time job, that's more so couples, mm-hmm. but it's also a private practice. So these are people that can afford to pay out of pocket. So it's also just a completely different demographic, demographic that I yeah. see there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there we can actually really focus on the issues and they're paying a lot of money out of pocket so they coming in like all right we need to see results so they also are working a little bit harder towards their goals Mm. so i think that also kind of creates a little bit of the change or how i how i see it a little bit differently for them they're also deciding to some of the patients i guess that you have at the other uh you know they some of it is like the, somebody's telling them yeah, they have to yep, do it rather parents, than them yep. making a decision. For the school, yep. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I do have like teenagers. I, I actually I really like working with teenagers who actually want to do therapy. Like I mm-hmm. really enjoy working with them. Um, but yeah, most of the time, a lot of times they don't want to do it. Also, mm-hmm. as kids, they like I don't want. I don't see nothing wrong with me. I don't see why I got to do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So um, working with couples though, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's really hard because you're trying to balance two people, two personalities. Both people think they're right, so it's trying to mm. like validate both people. Trying to say, oh, because both people have valid experiences, yeah. they have valid opinions, so it's mm-hmm. trying to validate both of them. But then also figure out, okay, well, how do you get the other one to see yeah. the other one side, and then not have them not feel like I'm taking one person's right. side. And then also still try to fix whatever the problem is. And then, that's a good question. Like, how do you determine what is the right path? That's like, you right. can't necessarily tell them what's the right no, path to take. No, I don't give it's, nobody advice. It's more so just, yeah. like, them finding that ground, like, where they can... Is that how it is? Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say, I do teach skills. So, like, with couples, I might teach, like, communication, or I might recommend... Um, learning their love languages or like stuff like that like mm-hmm. kind of teaching right. them things mm-hmm. but I won't say oh yeah y'all should do this yeah or you're right or he's mm-hmm. wrong you know so yeah, yeah I don't that's give advice crazy. and that, <laughs> yeah and that's what's hard though too like when it comes to just relationships like you gotta because there's no right way to to do a relationship yeah. you know what I mean like some people they have like you know open marriages yeah and yeah just, like they do whatever they yeah <laughs> and that's another do. thing that's that's also a downside too i feel like to therapy because a lot of our models that we use are based off of mm. white people like tra- okay right white okay. people mm-hmm. and traditional fa- so white people as far as individual therapy mm-hmm. but then traditional couples for mm-hmm. couple therapy mm-hmm. so like polyamorous couple, like our stuff doesn't necessarily apply to them yeah. i mean i feel like you can adjust like using your own you know knowledge and your own um you know skill set to kind of navigate or be flexible but we're mm-hmm. not taught how to do that mm-hmm. so that's, that's like a downside yeah a limitation yeah and you was talking about um white uh being like therapy being based around like their like the culture of like white people um, yeah what a, how have you been able and that's another thing like as far as diversity and inclusion because being black and then being able to like notice like oh this isn't necessarily like our culture so it's mm-hmm. like how can i like how do i you know sort of bend 
what I've been taught in order to like let it make it fit within you know yeah. our, like black you know culture yeah have you been like do you feel like you've been able to you know sort of find that 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 ground and you know that like area of flexibility I think that's more so where like just empathy kind of comes in mm -hmm. um and kind of yeah I think empathy my bad I remember you was talking about um you know like when I guess for somebody we were talking about emotions and how some people express emotions and they'll be they won't be as um aggressive I guess or but like black people they might like they might yell a little expressive. bit more mm -hmm. a little bit more expressive mm -hmm. so I remember we were talking about yeah. that so like yeah. um knowing that and like it's crazy because if somebody if you if you're a black couple and you have a white therapist they mm -hmm. might not be able to perceive like oh wait a minute like you're so mad like why are mm -hmm. you so, why are you so angry right mm -hmm. now but then this is just how they you know expressing themselves that's mm -hmm. and i mean they try to teach us that i don't i don't remember learning that specifically in school but they do like try to teach you about like different cultures and how different people express mm -hmm. themselves or how different people even experience different symptoms like um the book that we use is called the DSM, um, but it has like all the mental health disorders in it. But it talks about like, oh, different cultures might experience this in this way, or they mm -hmm. might experience it in this way. So um, they do like try to teach it to you, but at the end of the day, when you're in the room with them, you know, sometimes that stuff kind of goes out of the window mm -hmm. and you are going off of your own feelings and your own experience. Like, oh, this person is really upset right mm -hmm. now. And it's like, no, they're just trying to express themselves or trying to say mm -hmm. whatever. That's just how, that, how they do it. Yeah yeah i've been like when it comes to different cultures like having being able to even know you know like okay this person isn't necessarily being rude they're just yeah this is just the way that they express yeah. themselves and and you know what i mean yeah. so it's like that is it, it is it's, a, it's definitely a lot and like you gotta i don't know i feel like being like exposure is a big thing mm -hmm. i'm jumping a lot but um <laughs> I, yesterday I was talking to uh, this guy. I think he had, he must have like just got out of. I think he just came home, or like, was it recent? It was recent, like that he had came home. But we were talking about the box, and um, you know, as far as if you live in a box, you only know that what's what's in that box. You don't necessarily know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't know how to think outside of like what you know. Yeah, that's that, all you know. Yeah, that's all you know. So um exposure to different cultures i'm trying to like tie it back together <laughs> but exposures to different cultures it'll it helps you to be able to sort of you know tell those differences mm -hmm. and like be able to you know sort of understand like wait a minute like instead of just automatically just being defensive i guess because somebody is coming off a certain mm -hmm. way um you know mm -hmm. if you have different exposure to different yeah. people it can benefit yeah and I don't know if that's like a Baltimore thing, but people are like very defensive. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. people automatically like take things personally or think that it's like an attack against them. And so I do try to like mm -hmm. just take a step back and think like, okay, this person doesn't know me, or this person has no reason to treat me this way. Like, always basically trying to see the good in people mm -hmm. and think like, okay, well, why, why would they respond in this way, mm -hmm. or why are they interacting with me in that way? Um, but I, I'm also just like interested in people like I just am interested in like how people do things why people do things mm -hmm. um, so I think that kind of plays a role in it too we're just like wanting to get to know people or learning about different people because yeah. we're all so different 
so mm -hmm. that's interesting too. Yeah. I was talking to uh, my mentor <laughs> and we were talking about um, passions. Um, so he was telling me that you can have, a, you, you, your job can be your passion. And so you're just like driven completely to just do whatever that job is and like you're interested in you, you do it as a hobby sometimes like you might get off work and like your interest like yeah your job is your outside interest so like you know you might go home and I don't know read a counseling book or something like that because like you're just so interested in it but then he was talking about there's people that get careers pretty much and they'll like they'll have like a solid job but they'll use that job in order to pay for their outside uh, yeah, passions yeah. Um, how you feel about therapy? Do you feel like that's like? I know we talk we we talk about it like a few times just yeah. as far as like passions and stuff like that. Do you mm -hmm. feel passionate about it? And I know that you like you know you helping out helping people and mm -hmm. you know that's that's definitely like a good cause and like I'm sure that that gives you you know some sort of satisfaction yeah. doing yeah. that. How you how you feel? Um, I think that. Um it depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the thing about therapy is that it can be very draining, like mm -hmm. emotionally, mentally, like it can be very And tense. then just talking to people too. Yeah, that takes yeah. a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. And like I'm a people person, but I'm not necessarily like a, I wouldn't think, I don't think that I'm an extrovert. Like I really do value my time alone. Mm -hmm. um, so I lost my train of thought. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, passion. Yeah. So, okay. So, there are times where I do feel more energized, and I might say, like, oh, because, you know, um, when you're in like a professional organization, they send you like magazines and stuff with like, you know, the most updated information and mm -hmm. stuff like that, articles and stuff like that. So, I'll like read those types of things mm -hmm. sometimes, or like, um, if I see something like on social, because uh, you know, like you said, mental health is a popular thing now. So if I see something on social media, I might look at it or mm -hmm. stuff like that. But a lot of times, honestly, mm -hmm. I'm tired and I just want to like relax after mm -hmm. I'm done working. Yeah. Um. So is this my passion? Nah, I don't know. Like I said, I enjoy me. it, but <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Did that go? I was in the wrong one. Oh. I think. Oh, he ain't get in. Okay. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Um, so, honestly, what, what I would love to do for, like, my job, I guess, mm -hmm. or my income would be to, like, to just travel. Mm -hmm. But how do you do that? I don't, I don't know. So, I think, like, and that's, like, I, I would love to do that, too. And... How, well, one way, people that do, like, the vlogging, yeah. you know what I mean? I wanted to actually get into that, yeah. So that's one of those ways yeah. where, like, and then I feel like people get paid by, like, resorts and stuff like that, too, mm -hmm. because, So, like, travel know, agents, too, they do that yeah. type of stuff. So, yeah, it's either, like, like right, like, if you do it, like, yeah, like, you're a vlogger. Yeah. Damn. And then you could also be a, um, you know, like, like what you just said, a, a travel agent. Mm -hmm. What's it called? We, when we were in Turks and Caicos, we had met this guy named Curtis, and I don't know if he owns a company like a, a um like a what was it, a travel agency agency or if he's just working for one but like he travels like everywhere mm. and the thing is 
when he was in Turks, he was staying at like multiple different hotels. Like while he was there, like we got to like go with him to. Um, we were in Grace. You went to Grace Bay, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's we was in Grace Bay, um, but it was like one of those like I guess main resorts. But it was just super nice, like like right o right on like beachfront, like mm. your room. You can just like walk straight out to the yeah. beach. Was Jaws right on? Because it looked like okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't far, but it wasn't right on the beach. It was near Mr. Grouper. Like, if, did I you was go about, there? It yeah, was, like, around yeah. the corner. I was about to ask you, y'all, did, like did y'all do the fresh fish fry, or was it when y'all was there? I think they do, like, some type of fish fry or something. We like went that. to one, but I, I don't think it was, like, yeah. an official. I mean, we got fried fish. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, <laughs> an official fish fry. Mm -hmm. but, um, but, yeah, so he travels everywhere, and, like, he mm -hmm. got pictures, like, all just in crazy different places. Mm -hmm. What is that though? Like, why? Why is that a? Why is that desirable to us? Like, I don't know. Traveling like, there's so many people that like just dive into like these like technical, <laughs> like just jobs, and they just like so interested mm -hmm. in that. But like, I don't know. For me, it's like the excitement comes from yeah. traveling, yeah. And, like you know, yeah. Yeah. like the fun stuff. I think it's all about what you value. Yeah. Um, and what's important to you and I mean I guess too what, what your interests are what, mm -hmm. what excites you so yeah for me yeah like being able to travel mm -hmm. or freedom yeah. is really big for me too being mm -hmm. able to like do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it yeah so bro financial freedom yeah so that's mm -hmm. the thing why I would be like scared to like take a leap of faith like that because I mean I guess I could start it while funding it from my full-time job mm -hmm. but like to like really say okay i'm gonna do this i feel like i would need some money to kind of start it mm -hmm. and like that's kind of taking a leap of faith and so i do like mm -hmm. the stability also of having yeah. a job so yeah. there's also that right um so mm -hmm. yeah and that's one thing that i do like to talk to people about um because i've noticed for me i'm um like, I want to be able to just do, like, math, you know what I mean, for fun. Just sit at, sit at the desk and just write out some, like, math problems or something like that. But, like, that's just not, I don't, I don't even have the, the, like, um, I don't know, like, the ment like, the, the emotional capacity to, yeah. <laughs> to like, do it. Because yeah. I, I will I always have an urge to just get up and, like, you know, go do something and, like, you know move you know what i mean rather than doing that i don't know um i so i guess the main thing is because you want like you 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 know for sure like that you want to do something where like you could be traveling or something like that mm -hmm. so what are some things that you do i guess in order to just keep yourself grounded i guess and keep yourself focused in on what's the the the, the, the task at hand i guess so like what's what's currently in front of you that's a good question that's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> um, like basically, how do I stay motivated? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess because I help people, yeah. or I'm, you know, I'm in a supportive type of job. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's kind of what pushes me because. I do have like a important job, right? So yeah. when I'm talking to people that I do have like a lot right. uh, you could you got a lot of say or like you you have power yeah. in, in people's yeah. you know personal lives. Yeah, yeah. You could Literally, cause somebody like to merge to fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so that's like a lot of that's a lot of pressure too. 
<laughs> but um, so yeah, and actually a lot of so um, therapists we also have um, supervision where we talk about our cases, but we also talk about like our own experience with therapy, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that they kind of talked to us about of like this is not you're not responsible for these people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, people right. are still gonna decide to do what they yeah, want to exactly. do. You need to yeah. do what you can do to help, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you're not responsible for what people you mm-hmm. know decide to do. So, but you, it's hard, <laughs> it's hard. Like a couple that you're working with, I just had that happen to me. A couple that I was working with, they were like really doing well, and then they'll decide to just yeah, like, no, really. we don't want to do this no more. And I'll be like, bro, like, what? <laughs> what did I do? And it's hard. Yeah, and I'll be like, what did I do wrong? But, I mean, I think, and also, too, being a young therapist, for me, a lot of it is like, okay, am I doing this right? Like, mm-hmm. am I? Because it's it's not an exact science. So mm-hmm. some people get benefit from it and some people don't. Mm-hmm. And so for us, too, it's like, dang, like, am I doing a good job? Mm-hmm. Like, am I doing all that I can do? Like, it's always like that up and down because it's not like okay one plus one is two it's mm-hmm. like yeah for yeah, real though. it's a lot of gray area and i always think about this when i'm just talking to people period but like i try to watch what i say to some people because like my i don't want my thoughts to spark a thought in them so for instance if you're thinking like i'm trying to i'm i want to find like a good example but like i might be like I don't I don't believe in Christianity because this and this but like this person is like really faithful in Christianity so it's like I don't want to say that to them because I might bring I might spark a thought and they yeah. might be like I don't you know what yeah. like maybe I maybe I'm not so Christian and then they like completely lose their faith yeah. so like do you is there anything that you do you have to like watch what you say I guess in certain instances I'm, and like yeah. you know like having a yeah. <laughs> I'm very cautious about like yeah. what I share about myself like because mm-hmm. I mean rarely people ask but there are some therapists that are a lot more um, vocal about their own experiences and about themselves mm-hmm. and I was always like ah, because well for one I feel like I live a double life like my life at work is completely different than my life outside of work so I don't mm-hmm. be wanting people to know nothing about me yeah. for one but two, I had a, 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 personally, I had a therapist where she shared a lot of her own experiences and I didn't like that. Like, for, because for me, like for instance, she said, oh, like I go to church. So now I'm thinking, oh, like she's a religious person. Can and I tell can her I this t- type yeah, of stuff? And yeah, she's judging right. me about yep. this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you do have to be very yeah. careful about what you share about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of times I don't give my own like opinions on that. If it's, mm-hmm. if I'm suggesting meditation, I'm saying, oh, you know i've practiced meditation myself like i feel like it's very helpful you know Mm -hmm. maybe you should give it a try like those types of things i might give my own experience yeah but not like other Mm -hmm. you know like not like personal stuff i won't share that type of stuff that's crazy i never even thought about that and that's probably beneficial to almost be like a blank slate when you coming into yeah. your therapy sessions like it's nothing about you you know what i mean like you should just go exactly. in exactly and that's the and thing it's the like, other it just yeah. don't have nothing to do with me this is all you know your mm-hmm. time your space so yeah dang i never even thought about that that's that's yeah. tough so i did <laughs> i had one question <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody right if they you like you just having like you got a, a client maybe Maybe you have a, a, okay, so a client and you know, they, okay, so they, they're, they're coming to you, but they're coming by themselves and they talking about their relationship or something mm-hmm. like that. And they tell you like, 
I'm thinking about like murdering mm. my my husband. <laughs> I have to, so there's a rule. I have a duty to warn. Mm. I have to figure out, try to figure out who her husband is, so mm. I can let him know. Like, yo, she's trying to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I can't let that stuff slide. Cause if she really kill him, and I know, like, yeah, right. I'm at fault. Like. Mm-hmm. You knew she was going to kill him. Can you go to jail for that? You know, I would have to read back up on that. I don't know if I could go to jail, but I could definitely lose my license. Because when, isn't it something like where, like, you, if you were your friend and your friend is talking about committing a crime because you're an accomplice, like an right, accomplice, or something like that? Yeah. Like because you knew yeah, that they were going to do that? Does it work like that? I don't know. It probably, they probably, probably, they, <laughs> yeah. probably. Probably, <laughs> but yeah. So like, I gotta like warn yeah. or like call the police or do whatever I can do to try to let this person know. Like, mm-hmm. yo, she's trying. What to if they me. just like <laughs> joke though? Like they'd be like, um, I just I put rat poison in his yeah. meal. You know, what I mean? one of my um, coworkers brought that up because they were saying like this person always like makes comments like, oh, I want to kill such and such. Because you know, even yeah. when like like I said, our population is like a lot of low-income like Baltimore people so they like they might say like yo I, I wanted to I'm, kill them yeah, but like I'm, you didn't yeah. necessarily mean right. it but somebody was like so how do I know if they're like joking <laughs> right, or yeah, serious? Yeah. but they were like just check in like okay are you just joking or yeah. did, you know kind of yeah. saying it like in a in a way where it's not like are you really trying to kill this person <laughs> right, you know yeah, yeah. So, but yeah that's that's, well. that's a real thing so um if somebody or even child abuse mm-hmm. I'm a mandated reporter for that so um, if a child comes in with like a mark or something like that or if they tell me that something happened mm-hmm. I have to like call CPS mm-hmm. yeah, so Bruh. yeah I was at that uh, the wine in the yard yesterday and this guy was just like I don't even know like why he felt comfortable to say it but he was like yeah like my my wife or his fiance or something like that he was like yeah when she get back from the Philippines I'm gonna whip her ass or something like that and I'm just like yo like okay like is this just something that's a norm you know what i mean and now this is like bringing me back to um anthropology i had took an anthropology class at city but um we were talking about we were reading a book i can't remember the name of it but it was about they had a culture of like rape where like they didn't think that rape was a Mm. bad thing because it was like that was within their Mm -hmm. like their culture and so I don't know if that's necessarily like his case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he might have just mm, like that's, a normal that's just something thing, yeah. normal to him. So it's like it's not even that like big of a deal. Yeah. You know what well, I you mean? You know they say we have a rape culture too. For real, Rick Ross put Miley yeah. on her champagne. <laughs> but really though, mm-hmm. black people? No, not no like America. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cause yeah, I mean, well, I feel like now it's not as yeah, as bad yeah, because it's, it's yeah. been getting out there, yeah. but like. Yeah, like, I feel like I've seen it multiple times where somebody, like, on TV or something like that, where they'd be like, yeah, I uh, took her home, she was super yeah. drunk, like, and they were like, man, what you do, bro? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> why yeah, y'all just crazy. talking about this? And that's the thing, like, people, you know, when you think of rape, you think it's, oh, somebody, some stranger come while you walking home and, mm-hmm. you know, but no, it's yeah. normally it's somebody that you know, like, mm-hmm. it's rare that it's a, a stranger, so. That's wild. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. So you had said uh, that you don't, you live two separate lives. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, that's this this is like a deep that's a deep topic, right? Mm-hmm. Because I want to talk more, like I want to talk about the things that you do, you know, outside of work. But I also want to talk to you about why that's the case and like what causes that. And then is that something that's is that a black experience specifically, mm-hmm. or is that a you know is that an experience like multiple people have? Mm-hmm. Um, 
like fence like I feel like when you like you you know you you come into work and you 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 bring your you know your your professional self mm -hmm. to work, mm -hmm. but then when you go home, we might not necessarily carry yourself yeah. the same way that you carry yourself. Yeah. So um yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where to go from that. No, no. <laughs> so I think I think part of it is being black. I think part of it is just the type of person that I am and my personality. So mm -hmm. and don't let me forget those two things that I just said because I'm gonna start talking about one and I might forget, forget about, about that. <laughs> okay, being black. That was a really big struggle for me when I started working at the private practice. Actually, that was a big reason why I didn't even want to work at a private practice from the beginning. Um, this person actually, my boss, mm -hmm. sorry, actually recruited me to you know come and do an interview and stuff like that. So, a lot of the people, like I said, have a lot of money. They're having high expectations. So, me being young, me being black, like. I'm not married, I don't have kids, like thinking about already how they're looking at me, how they're perceiving me. Mm -hmm. You know, we already feel like we gotta work two times harder. So now I'm feeling like I, like I gotta work extra harder mm -hmm. um, because I'm providing a service that's so like intimate because people also have to feel like they can connect to you. So that mm -hmm. was like a lot of pressure of like, how am I gonna relate to these people? Cause I, I mean, I have like some, you know, white friends, but just growing up, I never really was around white people. So mm -hmm. that was always just like, how am I gonna relate to these people that I've never mm -hmm. really connected with? And I hate to say it like that because we're all people, but I mean, it's, yeah, cultures. it's different cultures, yeah. it's different experiences. Yeah. And then, you know, thinking of me, also just thinking about how they were perceiving me. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I, that's something that I'm still dealing with. I, as I'm becoming more confident this as a therapist. Black girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not, that's not even my personality, which mm -hmm. is the crazy, like I'm so chill, I'm so calm, but I'm still thinking like, thinking, but I'm yeah. so cautious of yeah, how, like how I present that I don't yeah. come off that way, mm -hmm. or I'm, how I'm talking, how yeah. I'm speaking, what I'm saying, like it's so much that like, I'm, it's so much that I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. and. I'm hoping that as I get more confident as a therapist that those things don't come up into my mind as mm -hmm. much, but it's like so much work that goes into it mm -hmm. because all of that stuff is on my mind. So that's part of it is being black. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that does come up less with my full-time job because most of my clients are black, like I do mm -hmm. feel, and they're kids. So like, you know, I don't feel like I have to right. be put on as much. You know, I try to actually be more of myself to help them feel more comfortable talking to me, me mm -hmm. not being that old. Um, hopefully feeling like they can connect to me and they can like they'll show me songs or like stuff like that and I'm like oh yeah I know mm -hmm. like who you like I like him too yeah so like stuff like that I do feel more comfortable with them um, so that's that one piece the other piece is my personality so because I have another colleague she kind of has a similar experience where she doesn't like for people to know like you know what she does outside of work because okay also as therapists like people feel like you're supposed to have your life all together because mm -hmm. you're telling because you're other telling people, people and I'm yeah. like yo nah right. that's far, far <laughs> from it so I do have some co-workers even going through school like people would be so judgmental of me like going out and having fun and stuff like that or it would be like a whole like fascination people would be like, oh what did you do this weekend like why are you so like fascinated with what I did over the weekend? Like mm -hmm. I could care less what you did over the weekend. Yeah. But granted, you probably didn't do nothing. Yeah. Well, I hope they don't see this. Anyways, <laughs> my bad. I don't want to cut you off. But I was talking to um, I, it must have been somebody that I was when I when I was when I started interning. But he was talking about like he he'll lie and he'll just be like, yeah, I uh, got some beers with my friend. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? And not even like really people. like yeah, saying like you know what he actually. I did. don't tell people. Like I went to a call, yeah, I went to a Taylor Swift concert or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Maybe I should start doing that. 
<laughs> just see how people react. <laughs> but my bad. Well, you were saying something. Um, something like, I don't even. My bad. I don't want. So, so, okay. So, there are some people who are just more mm, just chill, so yeah. more relaxed. Okay. So, I feel like it seems like not more chill, more relaxed because I'm chill. But just like more homebodies or they mm -hmm. like oh i like to do crafts on the weekends mm -hmm. or i like to plant or mm -hmm. like their their fun stuff is like self-care stuff mm -hmm. and like my fun stuff is not you know i want to go out i want to be with my friends i want to do like fun stuff mm -hmm. so um i just feel like it it feels like it doesn't go with what a therapist is supposed to be mm -hmm. so that's mm -hmm. why right um, okay i got you yeah i get what you're saying yeah because you you want to like what you're saying like the way like going out and just partying and you know getting like just messed up yeah like you know what i mean <laughs> 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 but now i'm saying like i'm mean, not, not not you <laughs> but, but you <laughs> you expected somebody that's a therapist to just have a relaxed right. life like you know everything right. is just in order and exactly perfect, i you know wake up I mean? and do yoga in the morning yeah, and i make right. a smoothie and, and i have I a conversation with my husband yeah, like, <laughs> over coffee <laughs> and we <laughs> not my life like <laughs> at all like what you talked about with the the structure is no structure for mm. me like work so maybe that's part of it work does keep me mm. does like the, and that was why my first job that was a big reason why that didn't work for me was because i created my own schedule mm -hmm. now that sounds awesome but mm -hmm. when you're not like structured a structured like person yeah, like it's not yeah. good for you so yeah so, um, yeah i remember because you like doing all of those reports and yeah, stuff like that oh like God, after yeah. yeah i felt like i was working 24 7. yeah so um having a full-time having like a salary nine to five job has been helpful for me i think in kind of making me have that structure mm -hmm. um so i forgot where i was going with that but hmm. would there have been a way for you to have teamed up with somebody within that like job and like one of you write the reports, then the other no, person go I, out into the field. Okay. Nah, I wish. <laughs> nah, it don't right. work like that. Nah, but you yeah, gotta yeah. Be your, own, your own notes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't. I do want like this is more that I want to talk about, but I do want to also talk like uh, it's more that I want to talk about as far as like professional stuff. Mm -hmm. But I do want to talk about traveling mm -hmm. and your um, your newfound uh, <laughs> interest in solo trips, solo oh, vacations. Yeah. Yeah. uh like how did that um like what, what what even made you like what gave you that spark that you even want to do it and how like why like how do you feel comfortable like what made you how, how do you get yourself to you know be comfortable enough to do it and you know especially being a woman and you yeah. know um what made me want to do it um I just, honestly, I don't like planning trips mm. I hate planning trips so mm. the thought of planning a trip for me and other people yeah, like just turned me off completely so i was like you know what and it was my birthday i'm like you know what i just want to do something for myself i want to do something nice for mm -hmm. myself i want to be able to do whatever i want to do like yeah. not have to worry and about that's, pleasing that's nobody the beauty else. of it traveling alone like you can just you you yeah right you like you're solely like it's on you and it, mm -hmm. it can be spontaneous because mm -hmm. it's just like I want to go to St. Lucia mm -hmm. tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I can go because I don't have anybody else that like right. I can take off. So it's right. like that's all that, and I have the money to pay for it. So right. I let me go. My bad. Right. No, so, <laughs> so uh, I was originally supposed to go to Morocco. Yeah. Um, and I really didn't do much research. Like I watched a couple YouTube videos about Morocco. How did I choose Morocco? So let me back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at places that are safe for black women to travel alone mm. um and it was a few places like i think like thailand was on there 
and some other places but there was this one website that i found and it was like kind of broken down by what type of traveler you are so one was like if it's your first time first solo trip or if you're this type of person or yeah that type of person so for morocco it said for like a spiritual experience or something like mm. that it's like you know what That'd like i nice. feel like that would be cool like for my birthday like something something different mm. also because like with and also with morocco I, you know friends wouldn't go to like islands and do like lit mm. stuff and Party. stuff like that yeah. so i'm like you know what let me do something a little bit different mm. something that i wouldn't probably get to do with my friends yeah so that was a big reason why i picked morocco now this was also right before my birthday. Mm -hmm. The night before, went out, ended up sleeping too late, didn't mm -hmm. ever pack, had to pack oh, like yeah. before going to the for airport. Real? I didn't actually miss the flight, but I missed being able to put my bag on the flight because, you know, for international flights, you got to put it on like an hour before or something. Aww. So, and it's crazy though because on the way to the airport, I was feeling like so anxious. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God, like I'm really about to do this. I'm really about to do this. Like, oh mm -hmm. my God. And so, actually, I feel like it was meant to be that I didn't go because yeah. I was like this would be a lot a you know for my first step. trip yeah. yeah like going to Africa like by mm -hmm. myself like language barriers you know the money like all of that stuff like and I didn't have nothing really planned like I had a place to stay but I didn't have an itinerary or nothing like that mm -hmm. so um anyways I ended up calling fine with Delta ended up calling him I was like okay where I was still trying to go to Morocco but when you miss a flight you have to like um Pay the difference for the new flight. The flight I paid like six hundred. The flight went up to like fifteen hundred. Mm. I said, um, <laughs> so where can y'all send me where I don't gotta spend that much money? Yeah. And so I said Cancun. They said Cancun. So I was like, well, I really don't really want to go to Cancun. So then um, my dad was like, Oh, why don't you go to Tulum? And I was like, Oh, I didn't know that. You know, you get to um, Tulum from the Cancun airport. So I was mm. like, You know what? Let me just do that. Mm. Um, and it ended up being a really good time. Like I. I was kind of staying in a place where, so I stayed in downtown Tulum, which is like more the Tourist, city, yeah. more, huh, it's kind of touristy, too. but it's less touristy as like the part where, I don't know like if you see like all the popular stuff. stuff in Tulum where people be putting on TikTok and stuff like yeah, that. Like it wasn't that area, that yeah, I wasn't stuff, in that I area. Yeah. I was like downtown in mm. the city and I was in an Airbnb, so it kind of was like kind of scary, like at True, night yeah, walking in by in myself. Airbnb, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like, People kept asking me like, "Oh, are you by yourself? Are you by yourself? Are you by yourself?" Like, not not really oh, there, like, but like yeah. when I would do like different stuff, because mm. it's obvious like yeah. I'm not here <laughs> with nobody. No, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah, <laughs> like it's obvious. So people were like, "Wow, yeah. like you came all the way in by yourself." But I never really felt like I was alone. So like the first night, my friend stayed with me because she ended up missing her flight back home. Mm -hmm. um, so she ended up because she was in Cancun like on a girls' trip that same week so she stayed with me so that was nice to kind of like ease me in I had somebody with me mm -hmm. and then um the next time like because it is a very touristy area so I was just meeting people like people just come up and talk to you everybody yeah. was so friendly people on vacation they just there to have mm -hmm. fun so I met like so many people so I didn't really feel like mm -hmm. alone and I felt like I made like different types of connections than I would have made if I was with a Dude, group of people yeah yeah so and i i really enjoy that too, just doing stuff solo because like you do just end up meeting people like mm -hmm. even just go, like simple as going to the bar by yourself or going mm -hmm. out to a restaurant by yourself you might even talk to the like you know the bar the bartender yeah, more because more likely, you, you know exactly. what i mean you by yourself so you're just more likely to socialize and people are just more open and i feel like it's been times where i've met like groups of people you know what i mean because you just like by yourself you're like yeah. hey look like come on I, yeah. yeah and people like they might even like buy you shots and stuff mm -hmm. like that just because you know you, you buy yourself yeah. so yeah it i is. met a whole bachelorette party yeah <laughs> and they were like come on like come to our party <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, like, that is lit yeah, yeah. so 
it was fun. definitely got its benefits. Yeah, it was fun. So, like I said, I did feel like kind of iffy just at night walking in. But, like, other than that, I felt fine. Like, I didn't feel unsafe. People were friendly. Like And like I said, it's a touristy place. So, people were mm-hmm. expecting, you know, you to be a tourist. Or you did kind of need help. Or, you know, mm-hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. But you, um, you've been doing, well, like, I know that you... You did a few of the um, like the party trips, mm-hmm. um, but this the one that you was just looking into the the one that's in Greece like that's not necessarily uh like that's not people like Baltimore. People. No, that's no, no, like, no. Yeah, know, that's like universal. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean not universal, but <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's people from like all over that just go like. Yeah. Um, so they and they do like a lot of trips. Like they've done like Cancun, Jamaica, Costa Rica. Like, they go everywhere. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Because, and the thing is, Greece is expensive. So I feel like a lot of my friends may not be able to go. So I'm like, this would be a good trip to go on by myself because it'll be a bunch of other people that are there. So mm-hmm. just go ahead and do it. Yeah. I got this, um, and I, I want to get get out of this thought, but um, because, like, I've, and I've, maybe it's because I've only gone to, I guess, Caribbean more so, like Caribbean islands. Well, I, we went to Mexico too, but... Um, I feel like I'm when I'm when I'm thinking of traveling. Of course, it's nice to travel, but I guess I, maybe it's just where I'm at right now. But I keep thinking like a lot of it is similar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, of course, like your experience is gonna be different. Like you're gonna, you know, you, you're going to a completely different culture. You're meeting a bunch of like different people, or like you know, you're, you're experiencing different foods and stuff like that. But I just keep having this thought that like, is it that much? of a difference mm-hmm. when I'm traveling and I want to get out of that thought and it might just be a, a, a you know one of those like psych things where it's like I know right now because right now I, I plan I want to just work right now and I want to you know develop my skill set and I don't want to you know travel like I, I guess I have it in mind like all right I'm a, I have this set right now these goals right now and I'll travel later on mm-hmm. and maybe right now I'm just like tricking myself to mm-hmm. not you know what I mean to do <laughs> You saying do it? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> life is short. Yeah. Like you gotta do it when you can, and do it. I mean, granted, you know, as you get older, your body don't deteriorate that much. Like you could be fifty and still. I feel like yeah, I already said that on your last one. <laughs> you can still like you know have fun and be active and stuff like that. But he said who drag. says? I mean, not to be like negative, but like who says you won't live that long? You heard who me. says? He said the drag. Yeah, he said oh, he said okay. fifty and drag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so not the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, who says? Yeah, or the like, world might end, yeah, or you know, you know, you right, never know what yeah, might happen. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just do it now. exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, do it. Especially, I think that's why I was so pressed to travel this year because last year, you know, we couldn't do anything. So I'm like, I gotta do something. I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got it. Yeah. But, yeah. Gotta do it. but gotta like do it. you said, with the islands, they are all pretty similar cultures. Even, I mean, not it's not the same culture, but it's that touristy, like, so that's why, you know, Morocco or like someplace yeah. that's not as like a tourist population. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, a tourist destination. You might have mm-hmm. a different type of experience. And you know what? I, that's, that's something that I want to do too. Like, I want to go to one of those like retreats, like those uh, common, like, you can go to the, like the the spa mm-hmm. massages you know what yeah. i mean just relax mm-hmm. meditate you mm-hmm. can you know just just chill mm-hmm. you know what i mean like really just like step away from everything and shut stuff off that's mm-hmm. that's the trip that i want to yeah. take yeah. yeah 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 so morocco might be a good place yeah <laughs> or 
Yeah. Somewhere. But yeah. So I think that would be a different experience. And you would probably feel a lot differently about it. Because, yeah, my vacations are never... That was my plan for my birthday trip. And to leave, I was like, oh, no, I'm here. I might as well, you know, live it up. But mm-hmm. I be needing a vacation from the vacation because it's a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not really relaxing. It's more fun. A lot of people have been talking about... um taking off like a day after your yeah. vacation mm-hmm. like so when your vacation over take off take mm-hmm. that that's what you know, i did like yeah. don't go straight back to work mm-hmm. like take some time yeah, yeah. me too i had mm-hmm. to do that my last trip i was like you know what this is not gonna work i need mm-hmm. a day off yeah yeah but um uh i did want to go a little bit back to um like experiences in Baltimore or just like personal experiences I guess and I, I don't know like is it different for women, black women in Baltimore versus black men in Baltimore as far as um, influences and um, int- like what you want to do like did you ever feel the need to be I guess cool or like to be like was there ever any social um, I guess like social barriers that might have caused you to not be on the path that you're on now because like that wasn't necessary. Like what you're doing now wasn't, it was geeky or it wasn't mm-hmm. cool. So like, did you ever have any of those, you know, issues coming up in Baltimore that might've restricted you from being, you know, your full potential, meeting your poten- you know, full potential? Now this feels very like childish and immature for me to say, but I feel like I feel it more now than I did when I was younger. Right. So when I was younger, like, I don't think I, I think it, so maybe it is different for girls because I never really felt pressure to be like, oh, like me being smart is not cool. Or me, mm. you know, getting good grades is not cool. And I think a lot of people always wanted my help or like, were like, dang, like how you do that? Or like stuff like that. Like people saw it as like a good thing. Like mm. I never felt like people thought I was like, a nerd because I was still cool too like I got along with everybody mm-hmm. so maybe that made a difference too mm-hmm. um, but yeah I never really felt that pressure but saying now as an older person I do feel like as a girl you know all the girls got like bags or everybody mm-hmm. get their lashes done or everybody city always girls, like keeping their girl, city girls yeah <laughs> like everybody wants to be like that so I feel like now sometimes it does feel more pressure to like you know, if you want to be in that scene, yeah. you got to look, look a certain way. Look like it. And then also it's like your time. So it's like, yeah, because you work. Yeah, right. You don't like that. I don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't, so I can't really be there. Yeah. I can't be mm-hmm. like a, you gotta be a socialite or stuff like that because mm-hmm. I'm at work like yeah, nine times out of ten. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So oh, it's yeah. hard. To, yeah. Like I would like to be out more. I would like to be more social. I would like to have more fun. But then at the same time, I work That's a lot. That's crazy. That's crazy that that's a switch, because for me it was that way in high school, mm-hmm. right? But now it's like I don't even like I'm not even th- you know what I mean? It's like it's cool, you know, to to do you know what I what I'm doing, I guess. I think it's me. too who I surrounded myself with. So mm-hmm. in high school, all my friends were the same way, like nerds, uh, getting yeah. good grades, stuff like that. Like I was cool with the other people, but they weren't like my friends. Yeah. So now I feel like I more so hang out with like the cool kids yeah. now that I'm older, right. and it's like. You know, it's more the pressure that comes from that of wanting to be out and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I mean, I still have my other friends, but I just don't hang out. Like they, they don't go out as much, or they are doing their own thing or live in different places. So my friends that go out, that's whoever yeah. <laughs> go out with. So, 
Um, I guess that's where kind of the switch came in was, you know, just the people that I surrounded myself with. So Mm -hmm. that was from bartending and the people that I'm at. If I never would have started bartending, I probably wouldn't be out. That's interesting. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be out as much. What would you be doing? You'd be married? (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Because I feel like that really, like, changed my life so much. That was when I really got interested in meeting new people because Mm -hmm. I met so many people from Barton, I'm like, wow, like, it's just more out there than what I know. Like, it mm. just exposed me to different things. Um, so, yeah, maybe I, I probably would, like, be in a relationship mm. or something or just dry, like, people. <laughs> <boy. laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, you had talked about, you, well, you didn't. I mentioned City Girls. How do you feel like they're impacting the culture? And do you have, I don't I, you probably don't, but, like, do you have any um, women that you like uh, give, you know, uh, not that you're, um, what's it, counseling or that you see like any uh, people that have that mentality, like he need you know, to buy me a bag? and I don't actually. Yeah. Um, so I don't like the city girls. Yeah. I hate the city girls. <laughs> no, I like, I don't like their music. I don't like what they stand for. I don't like none of it because. At the end of the day, I feel like they don't live like that. I mean, like, they have right. men that treat them well, but they they got their own money. Like, mm-hmm. they came up, you know, on their own. Yeah. Like, they didn't depend on a man to do what they're doing. So, mm-hmm. I feel like they're, like, That's I mean, I don't that. listen to all their songs, so I don't know what they That's represent crazy exactly. that you say that because, like, it's, like, almost the same for the rappers. You know what I mean? Because they're successful but they'll still talk about you know, yeah I mean, but they're, they're not artists. doing that yeah, yeah. some of them some of them yeah. do do like the drugs like and all low, of that yeah but, but like they'll rap about you know the drugs they yeah. rap about like you know just doing certain stuff and they not selling drugs yeah. and like killing people and yeah. all of this other they're stuff they're talking with, about so but why I does mean, that sell yeah, why, why, why does, does the city girls sell so, yeah because <laughs> i because I, I, I guess a lot of girls can't do it for themselves so if you can't do it for yourself, you're gonna want a man to do it. For, how else you mm-hmm. gonna get it? A man is gonna need to do it for you. I say, I don't know. But is it is it like what's it called though? Is it liber is it liberating? You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're like they're also. I yeah, that was, nah, it was, it was big, a big bug. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm glad that real fast. I'm fast. But um, it's like you know taking back power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like now they're taking ownership of this thing. They're taking ownership of um. It's like I'm finessing. I'm yeah. not. I'm not being finessed. Yeah. I'm That's not. True. You know what I yeah. mean? You know what? Yeah. Let me not. I, I'm. I'm happy that you said that because let me not take away everything. Everything from that them. they don't. Yeah. Need. Like I think that is a positive of like okay yeah like we can do it too mm-hmm. like you know as far as like empower. I think it can be empowering in some ways. Um, I just. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because it's also it's taken away from, you know black women black professional women i guess so it's kind of like you know what i mean um it's it's almost making younger women want to strive for this thing rather than strive to be right more than more than that you know what i mean it's like rely on yeah it's that's that's like such a a a, like not a contradiction i guess it's a contradiction but like because it is liberating at the same time, mm-hmm. but then it's also still yeah. saying like you know rely like sometimes it could be you know rely on men yeah. to like pay for this these things and you know what yeah. I mean. But I don't know. Maybe they say do like have it, but but at the same but time don't, they don't scam to get on. 
For real? Oh, yeah, okay. I think I yeah. think that's how they were getting money. They were scamming. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, it's like, or even a lot of rappers like selling drugs to get on. So it's like either way, it's like it's not positive, and it really do, it really doesn't promote anything <laughs> good. Like it's basically like you said, what you thought of when you were younger, yeah. feeling like, oh, I gotta do these things to get mm-hmm. money, or I gotta do these things to be cool, and it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of messed up. And why does it sell? And I feel I got a lot like my young boys. A lot of them are like that, mm-hmm. but a lot of them have family they members. Like, they who like what? Want to be in the streets? Want to sell drugs? Or like look okay. up to people like that? And so that's crazy because I was in the, the last one with, with Aaron. I was asking him like, is it the same? You know what I mean? Like, are they still experiencing those same pressures? Because yeah. I feel like since they have more access to the internet and yeah. you know different like lifestyles and stuff like that maybe they don't have that same stress it's but they good. do i think That's it depends crazy. i think it depends because a lot of these little kids now not to say they like different yeah not to say that the ones that want to be in the streets aren't weird because that's not cool either but some of them don't want to be outside at all some of them want to just play video games and then some of them that are still in the streets they watch anime you know what i mean so it might like they they a little different than than yeah (laughs) a little different than coming up i don't know but But, um damn it was something else that i wanted to say after that i don't even know um yeah i don't remember (laughs) But I do feel like overall, I mean, I think it does depend on your circle, who you surround yourself with. Um, Because at the end of the day, like social media is the big thing. But at the same time, like you have your own influences within your Mm -hmm. life. You have your own role models and stuff like that. So you're going to make your own decisions. But my bad. Go ahead. I'm I'm going to keep it in the back um, of my head. Just saying, if that's your only way, if you don't have, if you didn't have the opportunity to go to school, or you didn't, you know, have an opportunity to have a professional job or make good money mm. on your own, that stuff is going to be, uh, it is going to attract you. It is going to be something that you're interested in because it's like, mm. oh, this is how I can get on or, yeah. you know, this is what I can do. Um, I was going to say, although, um, there are a lot of black male professionals maybe it's it's also the you know stereotype or like stigmas i guess um the the visual like the the uh perception of the black man so i'll i might be on instagram right and i'll see a black guy and he might have on a big chain and a black tee you know all black and he might have on some balenciagas and he might be posing with a bottle or something like that my first thought is you know he's either like rapper yeah drug dealer but the whole time he could be a lawyer that's true but we don't know that's true because our um because we like portray ourselves in this way so we're not so do you feel like we kind of limit ourselves and so the same thing would go for a woman like if i was to go on instagram and post something I don't know, like a bathing suit or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, right. She's just an Instagram model, right? But like, not oh, like oh, this is a professional. She has a whole but idea. like, yeah. I would fi- so okay. Do you know any professionals that carry them? Like, do we do we have that freedom to be able to carry ourselves like that as a professional? Can you be a professional and post be on Instagram looking like what you just described? Mm-hmm. So like, we have that freedom to do that. Because um, I feel like we do have more limitations on ourselves. I feel like. I posted something. <laughs> it was like I think it was my birthday, mm-hmm. and I was with Jerome, mm-hmm. 
and I think I had it was Bobby and Bobby and Chris was in there. But I had I was smoking a cigar. I had on all black. I had my middle finger up, mm-hmm. and I just looked like a nigga. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't be that. <laughs> but I was looking like you know what I mean. Yeah. And first, you know, first impression is like this is you yeah. know some street nigga. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Rather than like thinking that this is yeah. a professional. So I'm thinking I don't know if do we have to put it out there more that we are doing these things to make it known like i i look this way and like this is our culture this is the way that we dress but this does not mean that i'm this yeah. i don't know if i have my own i have my own biases i guess yeah. like because yeah cause <laughs> cause like, okay let's say if like it wasn't a, let's say if it was a white man that but that's i don't i just <laughs> feel like that don't it don't happen no <laughs> <laughs> white guys like they have their own little image i guess like yeah. they might have their little frat pics with the tank top yeah but they don't do like the but it's crazy because they do the same stuff it yeah. just looks different yeah they do the same stuff um, they they do party and the other ones yeah they yeah. do the same yeah. stuff yeah, 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 but yeah. it looks worse for us i guess they gamble yeah but if they like sure. you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> but, right they play craps right, <laughs> right yeah, at the yeah. casino like <laughs> i don't know yeah it's it's but that's the thing like we can't really escape stereotypes like mm-hmm. it's so ingrained it's been going on for so long so like we even like you said we even have our own stereotypes against ourselves mm-hmm. and it's like not even thinking about it because it's so like deeply ingrained mm-hmm it's like you really can't get around it yeah yeah because my friends that are now in you know professional roles they dress the same as the drug dealers mm. so there's and no I guess that's also just our sway yeah, yeah 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 like that's like like you said that's the culture that's how we dress mm. hmm <laughs> this is. I feel like this is something deep that I yeah. want to dive into I know, I more. Like but I like, need I to like think yeah, about it some more yeah, first bro. and process it some more. I don't want to really speak on it yeah, until I read yeah. for some more thought. Me too. It. I want to think about it. Yeah. Y'all should think about this too. <laughs> <laughs> Broke yeah. the third wall. <laughs> <laughs> you um, I don't. You, you don't. You don't be watching, like. Do you watch Netflix and all of that stuff often? Like, because nah, I don't know, like you working, but then you like you just you go out. But like, yeah. do you be having time to? Sometimes you be watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I watch. I don't watch Netflix, like streaming services, but I'll be watching YouTube like mm. all the time. Like on my lunch breaks, I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Or that's when I will watch stuff. Or like at night, right before I go to sleep, I mm. might watch something. But not like just sit around. I rarely. I'm rarely sitting around. Mm. Not doing nothing. <laughs> So, yeah, damn. but um, structure. I don't. Even, how long have we been recording? I don't know. It don't say. Nah, I don't know how to like read that. Oh, but God. I feel like it's probably been like a little over an hour, probably. You think so? Probably. I have no idea. Um, I don't even know. What was I about to say? I think I was about to talk about like structure. Um, I guess we can we can stop soon. But, um, structure in like we were talking about uh how you well you were saying that um you don't you felt like work gave you more structure mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> work <laughs> gave you more structure 
<laughs> but um, <laughs> um, now you know you um. I don't know what, what was I about to say. I don't remember. <laughs> we can wrap it up. <laughs> um, right, cut. Um, I, I do. I, I, this is. I don't feel like. I don't know. Like, I know this is not really a vibe, but um, you know, I try to like Uh-oh. close it with something that people like. I guess uh, advice or like some sort of. Um, mm. To the young people. To young out there. people, you know what I mean, like. Oh, giving like, advice is yeah. not my style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, not like you know what I mean. Like it's just like not a yeah. <laughs> too too uh, too personal. Yeah. I don't know if it's you know. Oh, uh, okay. Let's see. <sighs> um, this might sound corny, but like believe in yourself. And I want to elaborate on that. So the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we think about ourselves and our abilities really affects how much we're able to do and what what our actions say. Mm. So really being able to tell yourself positive things, really feeding yourself with positive things, positive thoughts um, to help to keep push you forward and to propel you forward Mm. Um, because when we think negatively about ourselves when we think oh I can't do this I can't do that that's what happens you don't do it you don't you know you don't achieve whatever you're looking to do so believe in yourself believe in your goals surround yourself with people that are positive and also see you know positives in you and Mm -hmm. see um, affirmation believe in you and see what you can do yeah Yeah. like do affirmations every day like um, yeah just try to be it's crazy like that's a good point because even when it comes down to when you're struggling with something so you might want to start up a business you might want to study a challenging um like uh degree or course or whatever you will come across challenges and i've noticed for me like i'll have bad thoughts so it's like even in those instances sometimes you have to be able to like tell okay i'm these are negative thoughts this is negative thinking i can complete this mm-hmm. i can do well with this and like push yourself forward to continue mm-hmm. to keep doing it and believing in mm-hmm. what what you're doing and mm-hmm. like it's a yeah it's just noticing like those small thoughts and then also believing in yourself i think it has another a big a big deal is who you surround yourself with and i think you had just said that but um when you surround yourself with people that also believe in you because one you it's great to have you know the support system but then two um you become well i i I believe that like you become the people that you spend a lot of time with so a lot of times you know you yeah the thoughts of your friends they they'll like sort of i got trickle in or they'll like sort of infiltrate your thinking without even without you noticing it or without you knowing so being able to surround yourself with people that have similar not similar interests but like similar like paths yeah. or similar trajectories I guess yeah. and yeah that's something I need to work on is building mm-hmm. my professional network I've been yeah, saying me too. for so long but mm-hmm. I'd be like Ugh, I don't want to hang around with those boring people it's tough <laughs> and that's culture too yeah 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 mm-hmm. so. yeah but uh thank you You're diamond green <laughs> um yeah I you not starting up when you you planning on starting up your private practice soon? I guess they can like nah, find, not no okay. Time, well, they'll yeah, eventually. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Find a <laughs> she'll give you some 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 therapy. Yeah. But cool. Thank you. <laughs>